It's the end of the season, and we're going to break down this past season by the numbers. We'll go through all that on this edition of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for well over a decade. Thanks for making this your first listen of the day. A reminder, this podcast can be found free and available everywhere, including ad-free on Amazon and on YouTube. So hit the bell. All right. So I know on the video side, videos have not been coming out. There's going to be like an influx of episodes coming in really hot. Audio side still coming out as often as possible. So just wanted to peel back the curtain there. This week, we have five full shows, and here's what we have on the docket for this week. So today, or tonight, we're going to have a breakdown of this past season by the numbers. Then we're going to talk about prospects that are still playing as of right now. Then we're going to do what I've done every season, talk about former Ducks that are in the playoffs, give my official predictions for this year's playoff. Thursday is still goals Thursday, so we are going to do that. And then Friday, we're going to open the mailbag. Yes, you heard that right. It has been so long since I have done that. We are opening the mailbag. So get those questions in. I'll tell you about that in a little bit. But first, let's get to it. Let's break down this past season by the numbers. And folks, it is ugly. It is really ugly. Let's start with a number that you all are probably familiar with by now. 58. 58 is the number of points, or standings points, the Ducks had this season, which was good enough for last place. Yeah. Last place in the league, only 58 points. One point away from tying a couple other teams. There was a couple teams with 59, one with 60. The Ducks, hey, you know what? They did it. They got the worst record in the league, which leads to our next number, 13. That's the number of regulation wins in the season. Also good enough for last place. Hey, what do you know? They're in last place again. And that's also, by the way, the number of consecutive losses the Ducks had to close out the season, and they needed to lose all 13 of those games to secure last place in the entire National Hockey League. So 13 straight losses, 13 regulation wins. That is not a good number, folks. So 58, good enough for last. 13, good enough for last. How about negative 129? The goal differential this season. Also good enough for last place. You you notice a theme here, by the way, folks? Yeah, this theme is going to come up a lot this season. So good enough for last. But not only that, negative 129. You know what's bad when there's a minus on the breakdown by numbers? Minus 129 is the worst goal differential this century. Yeah, I kid you not. I had to look this one up. Worst goal differential in 23 years. The worst this century and the worst since the 
2000 Atlanta Thrashers. You know what's bad when you're being compared to the freaking Atlanta Thrashers. Yeah, that's a terrible mark to have if you're the Anaheim Ducks. I can't believe it's been that long since a team was that abysmal on goal differential. And that, by the way, was expansion era time for the Atlanta Thrashers. So you know it's bad. How about this other one that I've had a graphic for all season? So I'm just going to move over for about 10 seconds and just show you the final product. Bam. There it is. 3,207 shots. Good enough for last place in the league once again. And the most shots allowed by one team in a season in National Hockey League history. They not only broke that record, they obliterated that record by over a hundred. They are so clear past those other three teams that it's not even close. It's laughable, really. All right. How about this? Most shots allowed per game. 39.1. Also good enough for last. Also the most in National Hockey League history. The previous mark was set by the 1975 Washington Capitals, 38.3 shots allowed per game. And the Ducks toppled that mark by a lot. So 39.1, a new National Hockey League record. Yeah, not a good theme, folks. How about this number? 40. What do you think 40 means? I mean, yeah, the number of shots per game, it has to do with that. 40 is the number of games where the Ducks allowed 40-plus shots in a game. But believe it or not, that is not the NHL all-time record. That's the second most in NHL history. That mark belongs to that same abysmal 1975 Capitals team, who had 41 such games in 1975. Oh, and by the way, the Ducks allowed... 39 plus shots in 49 games. Just to kind of, you know, rub salt on that wound. So the Ducks aren't the worst in NHL history, but they were close. They were really close. How about this one? 23. The number of goals scored by both Trevor Zegras, who's right there, and Troy Vetchkin. Troy Vetchkin. Troy Terry, who is right here. That's right. Troy Terry, 23 goals this season. Love me some Troy Terry. That's what's up. So yeah, number of goals scored by Zegers and Terry, who led the team in goals. They tied for the team lead. But that is not the worst team leader in the NHL this season. Only a couple teams had team leaders with less goal. The Nashville Predators, Matt Duchesne, had 22 goals. But the worst, the worst in that regard, the Chicago Blackhawks had team leaders with less goals. How about Radish? And how about, I can't believe I'm saying this name, Athanasiu. They each had 20 goals this season and that was it. When Chicago's leaders have 20 goals each, you know it's bad. You know it's really bad. Part of that having to do with Patrick Kane leaving during the deadline. But still, I wouldn't expect Radish and Athanasiu to lead the team in goals. Didn't see that coming. 
couple more numbers, then we'll head to the break. 65, the number of points scored by Trevor Zegras, which led the team. However, there's another number. 88, the number of penalty minutes for Trevor Zegras, which also led the team, which is concerning. I know there have been people that have said, you know, who's going to be the next Anaheim Ducks captain? And there has been a small smattering of people saying, hey, Trevor Zegras is leading the team in points. Why not make him the captain? Um, that last number is why. 88 penalty minutes. You don't necessarily want your captain to be the team leader in penalties. And I've mentioned this before. You want your team leader, your captain, to have a good rapport with the referees and the officials. And frankly, he doesn't have that yet. He really doesn't. I have said many times that I feel like Troy Terry could be a very capable captain. Mason McTavish could be a very good captain down the line. At least an alternate captain. Because I feel like Mason McTavish is very mature beyond his words. And I could see it. Trevor Zegras still has to learn a few things. He's got to learn to control those emotions with every game. And I think he's going to get there. But Z is still young, folks. But he all, he does need to limit the penalty minutes. Because 88 to lead the team, that is kind of a lot. So there's some numbers to break down the season. And I have a lot more. I'm I came with this one prepared. I have a lot more numbers I want to talk about. And we'll get to some of the analytical numbers on this next segment. So we'll go through those analytics, and I'll touch on that on the other side. But first, let's talk about FanDuel. That is right. FanDuel is the official sports betting partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. And it is time for the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs. You know, you got three-pointers, slam dunks, defensive, like, star plays. Then you have one-timers, you have hard hits, you have overtime game-winning goals, you have double overtime game-winning goals. All of that action is on FanDuel, and this is the best time to come in because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's right, a no-sweat first bet of up to 1000 bucks back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Once again, don't miss your chance for a no sweat first bet of up to a thousand bucks back when you join FanDuel today. Once more, FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel is the official sports betting partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please, folks, gamble responsibly. Hi there. Welcome back to Locked on Anaheim Ducks, part of TLOPN or Tlopin. This is our official end of season breakdown. This is our season by the numbers episode. I do this every year and every year it is ugly. I'm not doing a report card episode this season because I think y'all know where the report cards are this season. They're pretty much poopy clear towards the bottom. So instead, we're doing a season by numbers to illustrate just how bad this season has been. 
and I talked about the number of wins, not that much. The shots allowed, I have beaten that like a dead horse. I've talked about that several times this season. The defense just was not there. And here's the analytics to prove it. Let's start with one aspect of the Ducks that just did not click at all. Special teams. Remember when special teams was kind of a hallmark for the Ducks for four months last season? Remember when there was a time, there was a time when the Ducks were in the top 10 in both power play and penalty killing through the new year last season. The season began in mid-October. They got off to a hot start. They were still good in November. They were still good in December. They were still good up until up until the All-Star break. And they even had that really good road trip right before the All-Star break. Then they had that one bad loss. But even then, even before the All-Star break, the Ducks were still top 10 in both categories. Well, flip the script. My, how the turntables. Because the Anaheim Ducks... First number, 15.7%. That is their power play percentage. Good enough for second worst in the National Hockey League. The worst percentage, 15.6. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, Just one-tenth behind. The Philadelphia Flyers wound up with the worst power play in the league. If the Ducks had taken one more penalty... No, sorry. If the Ducks had gotten one more power play and failed to score, then they would have had the worst power play percentage in the league. So all they needed to do was draw one more penalty and not score on it, or they could have scored one less power play goal. It would have been worse in the league. So 15.7. 72.1. That was their PK percentage. That was also the second worst in the NHL. They came close to surpassing the Vancouver Canucks. The Ducks just had that awful ending to the season. The worst in the league this season, the Vancouver Canucks at 71.6%. Remember when Vancouver's was at 67%? Then they played the Ducks, and look what happened there. The Ducks couldn't score for crap on the power play and therefore improved Vancouver's PK. Yeah, Vancouver got better because of the Ducks. Can you believe that? Ugh, really. Second worst in the NHL this season. 15th worst all time in NHL history. Ugh, gross. How about this number? This one I actually had to dig a little bit. Expected goals allowed 323. 0.64. That was the expected goals allowed. All strengths, according to Natural Stat Trick. This is the most since 2007 when it was first tracked. The next highest this season was the Montreal Canadiens at 300.84. But a lot of teams had inflated expected goals allowed numbers this season because... The pace was higher, goals were higher, and overall, just the expected goals were much higher across the board. So the, fu the fact that the Ducks were the worst on this one 
might be a little bit skewed, might be a little bit inflated. Gee, if only there was a stat to determine just how bad this was. Oh, wait, there is. Also on that stat trick. How about 40.30? Expected GF percentage. Expected goals for percentage. What that is, the XGF percentage is the expected number of goals versus the expected number of goals allowed. And the Ducks were by far the worst this season and it wasn't even close. 40.30 expected goals for percentage. Worst, good enough or worse in the NHL this season. And according to Nat Statrick, the second lowest in history, well, really in history, since 2007 when it was first track. Or first tracked, rather. The worst in the past 16 seasons, that mark would go to the 2015 Buffalo Sabres. That team was bad, by the way. That was a team that was, I don't want to accuse anyone, but they might have been <coughs> tanking 39.72%. They were last. They wound up with some guy in the draft by the name of Jack Eichel. Yeah. The Sabres were bad. 2014 Sabres, 42.21%. But over the past four seasons i.e. the Dallas Eakins era, the Ducks expected is about 43%, but that is not the worst in the past four years. That mark would go to a certain team. I'll help you out here. Phoenix, the 2017 Coyotes, 42.23. The 2022 Coyotes, 42.57. This year's Coyotes, 41.05. Over the past four seasons, the only team with a worse expected goals for percentage was the Coyotes. Just thought I'd throw that out there. How about another just really stupid number? 1,371. That is the number of high danger chances allowed by the Anaheim Ducks. The defense was just a sieve all season. And 1,371 high danger chances allowed in a season? That is far and away the most in the National Hockey League. The next highest was the Habs. The Montreal Canadiens had 1,215 high danger chances allowed. And the Ducks are clear above them. They're 150 plus clear of that mark. They just allowed too many high-danger chances. Opponents got in the slot with ease. Opponents got right along the crease with ease. And you can see this every game. John Gibson, Anthony Stolarz, Lukas Dostal, they had to take on a Herculean task. Yeah, a completely Herculean task. I'm so, like, just, like... Just woo, that I can't even talk straight right now. But it was bad. It was just unfathomable how bad the Ducks defense was. But I'm not going to blame the goaltenders because there's one more number that I got to point out here. The high danger chances allowed was a lot. But try this number. 82.57. 
13%. That is high danger save percentage. That's the 13th best in the National Hockey League. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. You're telling me that the Ducks by far had the most high danger chances allowed completely worst in the NHL, but when it came to high danger save percentage, they were 13th best in the league? What does that tell you? That tells you that John Gibson saved their ass. That tells you that Anthony Stolarz saved their ass. That especially tells you that Lukas Dostal saved their ass. Time and time again. So when you tell me that some of this was John Gibson. No, none of this was Gibby's fault. None of this was Stoli's fault. None of this was Dostal's fault. None of those goalies should be to blame. In fact, that is even more of a reason why you should give John Gibson a gold-encrusted taser and just let him have a few minutes alone with his teammates. It's, it's as if Gibby would say, how dare you? Like, you're making me look bad. But no, Gibby should not look bad. Based on the microstats, based on some of those analytics, this was not a terrible season for John. Like, Gibby tried. He tried his best. If not for the efforts of Gibby, Stoli, and Dostal, the Ducks would have had something like 44 points this season, and they would not have been in it on a bunch of those games. So this is me more so praising the goaltending. They were given a bad hand, and they did the best they could in an absolutely crappy situation. Yeah, that's all I can say about that. Guess what? I've got even more numbers for you guys. I've got much more numbers on the third and final segment of this season breakdown by the numbers. Stay locked in. Now, let's talk about another one of our Fine products, Athletic Greens, which I use daily. I've been using AG1 for a long time, and I'm getting back to using AG1 daily because I have got to keep healthy for the playoffs for Coachella Valley, and I want optimized gut health, more energy, a better immune system, etc., etc., because I don't like taking pills. I don't like taking vitamins. I want a supplement that actually tastes good and, you know, Just get healthier in general. AG1 has 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens that you're absorbing every time you put in a scoop of AG1 into a cup of water. And it is recommended by pro athletes, amateur athletes, amateur athletes like myself, (laughs) among others. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. That is all. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. And once again, this is our season by the numbers breakdown. 
and there has been a lot of ugly ones, but trying to give some praise to some players. And I want to try to end this one on a kind of positive note here. So I think I got to start first with, you know, John Gibson. How about this number? 1,783. That was the amount of saves he had this season. That's a new single season Ducks record. 1,783 saves. Good for Gibby. He got a record in something. Oh, he he tried. He really absolutely tried. Anthony Stolars, he had 494 saves. Lukash Dostal, 612 saves. Altogether, the Ducks had 2,872 saves. You ready for this? NHL record. <laughs> that is right. NHL record most saves for one team in a season. Once again, 2,872 saves. There was a lot of teams that didn't even have that many shots against them this season. In fact, the the league average for shots for a team was 2,562. So for those for all those goalies, Gibby, Stoli, Dostal, and Erickson Eck, 2,872 saves. Yeah, the goalies tried. They did. How about this number? 1,201 blocked shots by the Ducks, but only 19th in the National Hockey League. The team leader with 128. That's our next number. 128, the number of blocked shots for Simon Benoit. Also, 216, 216, the number of hits for Simon Benoit, which also led the team. Benoit, I thought, was kind of just an unheralded character in this Ducks season. Benoit, for what it's worth, he almost played every game this season. He played (laughs) 78 games for Simon Benoit. This was someone that was supposed to be among the leaders for the San Diego goals. Benoit was expected to be a first-pairing defenseman in San Diego. And then the crap hit the fan. Once Drysdale was out, that was kind of Benoit's turn to say, Alright, I guess I'm in. And he didn't miss a game after that. So, yeah, a little bit of just praise for Benoit this season. But I'm also a little bit biased because I love the Benoit smash. What can I say? How about this number? You ready for this? 9375000 That's the amount of money off the books for Corey Perry, John Moore, Dmitry Kulikov, and John Klingberg. That is right. The Corey Perry money is finally going to get off the books. Yeah! Finally, after so many years. And we're still paying Corey Perry to score goals and get assists in the Stanley Cup playoffs for the fourth year in a row. Ah, jeez. Yeah, we're still paying Corey Perry to play in the playoffs. But after this season, no more. 
no more John Moore on the books. That money is off. Thank goodness. Kulikov's money, the buried penalty off the books. Klingberg's money off the books. So that leads to this next number. 39 million, 48,333. This is according to cap friendly, the projected cap space in this coming off season. The ducks are going to have a lot of money to spend and they're going to need to spend at least $21 million to get off of the cap floor. So they will have money to spend. Well, I think they're going to spend it on a couple of guys by the name of Trevor Zegras and Troy Terry. Yeah, they're going to be expecting some big payouts. Terry and Zegras combined, they're probably going to make about 15 mil per season. All right, so that's a lot of that money. They still have a few million more to spend. They can pick up a couple of free agents this offseason. Oh, yeah, they got to sign Jamie Drysdale too, but they can... They still can sign someone this offseason and make at least a little bit of noise. Speaking of making some noise, my final number. This isn't really like a season, you know, review by the numbers, but I want to end on a positive note for you, the Ducks fans. 25.5%. That is the chances to land Connor Bedard with the number one pick. Ducks fans, you got to have hope. You've got to, got to hope that the ping pong balls land the Ducks way and they get the number one pick and they get Connor Bedard. The Ducks have the best odds as of right now. Worst case scenario, number three pick, they get Leo Carlson. Second worst scenario, they land at number two, they drop a pick. And they wind up with Adam Fantilli. Not a bad worst case scenario. Because all three of those guys could help your franchise immediately. And Connor Bedard is a franchise altering type player. So those are the odds to Lance Bedard with the number one pick. That's how I'm going to end this podcast. On that note. On a hopeful note. Because we're about three weeks away from the draft lottery. I can't wait, folks. All right. That's going to do it for this season by the numbers. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Don't forget this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. You could follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. You could drop me a line Email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. And by the way, if you want to drop me a line, the mailbag is officially open. You could message me, email me, LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Once again, thank you all for your continued support. It is greatly appreciated. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please remember to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and ducks fly together.